0: Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing day. One night, I was up looking for Topics that are of a concern to single women. I just, you know, I was up there and I was thinking to myself, you know, I really want to be sure that I'm meeting the needs of my audience. I want to make sure that there's not something that they need that I haven't been able to talk about. And to my surprise, there was a lot, a lot of articles and various website returns on the same topic. And that topic is sex and how it's not covered in the church. A lot of either articles written by single christian women or written about single christian women addressed the fact that most women felt that the whole celibacy thing was taught that you should be celibate but it wasn't actually taught how to be celibate and they felt that that was something that definitely the church could do better at and i think i i agree in that sense that it's unfortunate that sex is one of those topics that is so hard to talk about if you're struggling with it and a lot of people Actually, feel ashamed, and a lot of people feel self conscious, and a lot of people don't want the judgment. Like they just want to be able to talk to somebody, and you know, get the help. And the the sad part is, if you don't talk to someone, your chances are aren't going to get better because sin thrives in secrecy. So if you're in a place where you're dealing with the sexual sin, or you're in a place where you're dealing with some kind of sexual vice and you 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 don't know what to do about it, you need to talk to someone. So imagine if we have people, it's almost like a sick person being afraid to go to the hospital. You know, can you imagine that? Can you imagine having a fever? You know, you're so sick, but you're afraid of going to the hospital because you're afraid of what the doctor would say. That's how a lot of people are feeling with sex and they're not talking to anyone. So i I made up my mind that I was going to be open about it. I was going to talk about it. I actually have a conference coming up. I'm going to do a conference on it. The conference is going to teach you how to be celibate. It's going to teach you about the power of purity. It's going to teach you all of the things that maybe you were not able to ask and also deal with the spiritual significance of sex, which is I'm going to start talking about that today. So today's topic is that it's more than just sex. I want to leave you with the understanding that sleeping with someone is more than just sex, okay? I know that it's not often spoken about in church, but we're going to talk about it today. And we are going to make sure that you have a good understanding of it. Now, what I mean by that it's more than just sex, you know, most of the time when you see sex being portrayed in the media, when you see it portrayed in music, you know, like all those love songs that, you know, if you really listen to the words that, you know, You're like, wow, there's no way you can listen to some of those songs and not want to be intimate with somebody or not want to be physical with someone. But we sing the words because we like the lyrics and we like the person's voice. And, you know, we're not even paying attention to the words that we're singing. But a lot of TV shows, they make it just they just make it seem so casual. They make it seem so wonderful, so perfect, you know, like it's so great and with no consequences. But sex is more than just sex. It is a very big deal. It is such a big deal that it's more than just a physical connection. Sex is more than just physical contact. There's so much more to it than that. And that's one thing I love about God's word. And I love about God. If God gives you a commandment, you better believe it's for your benefit. It's not just because he's holy and he wants you to be holy. If God gives you a commandment, you're going to benefit by obeying his commandment. OK, now I want to read a scripture, which I don't often do, but I feel like the topic of, of sex is very important that I want you to, you know, a lot of times I'll just put the scripture reference in the show notes, but I felt like I really needed to, to say this one today. And then this is from First Corinthians chapter six, verse 16. And it says, and this is a message translation. Listen to it closely. It says there's more to sex than than mere skin on skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as fixed physical fact. I'm going to read that again. There's more to sex than mere skin on skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. As written in scripture, the two become one. So that scripture is very plainly telling us that sex is more than just physical connection, that it's a spiritual connection. So what it's telling you is that whenever you have sex with someone, beyond the physical contact, there's a spiritual, there's emotional, and there's a soul connection. Now, I have to stop and explain a little bit that you as a person... You may just see yourself when you look in the mirror, you just see yourself, but you're actually made up of three parts. I'm just, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I will on another episode, but, I, but you're actually made up of three parts. You are a spirit. Now, what does that mean? It means that you are an eternal being. You had a beginning before you were born, you existed. And after you die, you will, you will exist. You'll continue to exist. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior is your spirit that is renewed? Is your spirit that's changed? Is your spirit that becomes born again, so to speak? Okay. When we say the word born again, it's your spirit that's born again. And that's what confuses people because you can get saved today and still want to sleep with your boyfriend by 3 p.m. You know, or still want to smoke a cigarette by 3 p.m. Being saved is your spirit that is saved. Your soul and your body still need for you to work on them. But your spirit is the part that returns back to God. Is Your spirit is the part of you that came from God. Your spirit is the part of you that's like God. God is a spirit. Okay. Then the other part of you is your soul. So you are a spirit. You have a soul and your soul is the part, it's your mind, is your emotions, the part of you that responds and reacts to things. So like I just explained, you can get saved in your spirit, but your soul is still craving cigarettes or still craving sex. So your soul is another part of you and then your body. So you are a spirit, you have a soul and you live in a body. Your body is just your earth suit. It's what allows you to walk around and talk and everything. If you've ever seen a movies where people die, they show you know maybe like a spirit leaving them and then the body is just lifeless. So your body is just your body is just that. It's just a body. It houses your spirit and your soul. Your spirit and soul is who you really are. Your body gives you expression and allows people to be able to see you. If you were only spirit, we wouldn't be able to see you. Okay, so I hope you understand that. So when you have sex with someone every single time. I don't care if it's a one night stand. I don't care if it's a fling. I don't care if it's just somebody you just thought was fine. and You let him take you home and you just hope you forget about it. I don't care what it is. Every single time you have sex with somebody, you connect with that person in your spirit level, on your soul level and in your body level. So the two of you become one flesh and that two becoming one flesh doesn't just mean You know, you guys become one flat. It means that you become one person every single time. So imagine if you've slept with more than one person. (laughs) Somebody gave a a good illustration. It's like if you have a pink piece of paper and a purple piece of paper and you rub it against, you rub the purple piece of paper against the pink piece of paper, then you take that same piece of paper, and rub it against a yellow piece of paper, then you take that same yellow piece of paper, and rub it against a blue piece of paper, and you take the blue and rub it against a green Little by little, you're going to have fragments of each of those colors on that paper. So little by little, if you sleep with more than one person, you'll have fragments of that person. You'll have their spirit, their soul, and their body, fragments of them living in you. Now, you already know about the body because, you know, when you have sex, you know, you exchange fluids, all kind of stuff, but also the spirit. If that person has a bad spirit, if that person has kind of crazy thoughts, you know, people have slept with someone and start having a different attitude and they didn't know why they were acting funny. People have slept with someone and all of a sudden they became involved, having an appetite for pornography. Meanwhile, they weren't like that before. When you have sex with someone, you're taking pieces of that person every single time. You're taking pieces of that person into yourself and pieces of you is going into them. It's very powerful. And the reason why it's so powerful is because God designed it for marriage. God designed that two people would become one flesh, meaning that when the husband and a wife would come together and those two would become one, the marriage covenant is what is meant for that level of power. Because sex is the joining of two spirits and the joining of two souls. So one thing that I don't think we realize that it isn't the wedding ceremony that joins you together. It's not the ring that makes you married. It's when the two of you join together as husband and wife and you have sexual intercourse. That's what really what joins you. And the more you join, the more you become one. It's a mystery. That's why that verse said it's a mystery. That sex is more than just mere skin to skin. It's a spiritual act. So sex is actually, it, it initiates that bonding of the two people and makes them one. And why does God want them to be one? Because it represents him and the church being one. And also because as you're one, you're able to achieve more and you're able to have fellowship and communion with each other more. Your bond becomes closer. So that means the danger of sex is why you're single is that you can join permanently with someone that you didn't want to be permanent with. And, you know, it's not like, OK, I join with them and then when I stop sleeping with them, it goes away. No, you carry that person with you until you have some kind of deliverance session. You carry that person with you. You don't just it, it doesn't just go away because you've stopped sleeping with them. That is what's called a soul tie. You're doing something that what has permanent consequences with somebody that could just be temporarily in your life. And that's what's called a soul tie. And soul ties are very challenging. Because what happens is that when you have a soul tie, it, it affects your ability to connect with the actual person. Let's say you met the man of your dreams today, but you've you know slept with other people. You're not able to connect with them. You won't be able to connect with them like you want to because you have fragments of so many other people. Think of it like a sticky note. If you have a sticky note, right? And you know that there's a heat adhesive on the back of the little sticky note, right? And you take that sticky note. Let's say you keep using the same sticky note. You keep using the same one over and over again. Eventually that stickiness is going and you keep putting on different pieces of paper different, you know, you may put on your laptop today, put on your computer tomorrow, put on another piece of paper. By the time you keep using that same sticky note over and over again, that sticky note is not going to be able to connect to anything because it's been worn out. The stickiness of it is worn out. It's kind of like the same thing with the soul tie. You're no longer able to connect as you should. The sticky note may stick a little bit, but not like it would have the very first time. So sex is spiritual. So what happens is that a lot of people now, now a soul tie can affect you even after you're married. And this is what confuses people because they think, okay, I made these mistakes before I got married, but after I get married, I'll be fine. But that doesn't work like that. A lot of people after being married for years are still dealing with things from their exes. Right. In the same way that a lot of people, even in a relationship with somebody else, can still be thinking about their ex they're so affected and impacted by the ex, you know, because they're carrying pieces of that ex. And depending on how deep the relationship with and how much they slept together, they, they can carry attitudes of them. They can carry appetites that the person has. They can impart so many parts of themselves into that person. I have heard of stories of people that the night before their wedding, they're talking to their ex. A week before their wedding, they're sleeping with their ex. Now, Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense when you think about it in the context of soul ties, because soul tie, it's basically letting you know that you can be physically absent from someone, but still be connected to them. So you can't do that and you shouldn't put yourself in a position that you are accumulating soul ties from different, different people. Okay, now, Scientists have found that when you have a deep connection with someone, so so we we found that sex is powerful as far as God's word says, but also science has proven it. Scientists have found that when you have a deep connection with someone, your brain will still react forever to that person. They have hooked people up to monitors, hooked their body, hooked their brain up to monitors, and mentioned the names of their exes. And you can find this online. They've mentioned the name of their exes. And when they mention the name of their exes, They notice that their brain has these chemical reactions The chemical reactions happen in the body. The person reacts. The person is affected by the mention of the person's name because their brain creates these neural pathways that it's kind of like muscle memory that remember this person and it's there forever. So whenever they think about them, whenever they meet the person or whenever they hear the person, there's this still reaction in their body if you've had sex with the person. So I find this a lot with single women. You know, I find that we make this mistake a lot is that, you know, we're thinking, oh, you know, I just can't get him off my mind. Maybe we're supposed to be together or I think I'm still in love with him. Like I would just be minding my own business. Then I get this thought of him or I have a memory of him, or I have a feeling about him, or I remember his cologne, or I remember all of those things are signs of a soul tie. It's not because you guys are meant to be together. It's because you're carrying him in you. So of course, your soul has merged with his soul. Your spirit has merged with his spirit. So if you're carrying somebody with you, of course, you're going to remember them because they're now you, you and you are them and they are in you. So don't make the mistake of thinking. And that's what I was telling you about at how some people, even after they're married, they end up having an affair with their ex because they make the mistake of thinking they're in still love with the person, but they really aren't. It's the soul tie that is keeping them connected. They probably are in love with their you know, current wife or husband, but the soul tie won't let them give up that other person. Some marriages have all kinds of dissatisfaction, you know, sexual dissatisfaction because of soul ties, um, challenges, all kinds of trouble. So what I'm telling you is don't underestimate the power of soul ties. It is someone else physically and emotionally with you. You know, you can be married to someone like you're in the same room with them physically. You're in the same house with them physically, but emotionally you're not connected. And you can also, not be with someone, they're in a no whole, they're in a whole nother country, but you're completely connected to them. So that's why it's important. There's a difference between physical connection and physical location. Emotional connection and, and emotional location. You may be physically connected, but emotionally distant. So I want you to realize that you cannot afford a soul tie in your life you cannot afford this so tie. God didn't just create sex for pleasure. It's to, for the official joining of men and women in marriage. It's for men and women to become closer. To, they, your, your husband or your wife should be the closest person to you. And that's how God enjoyed it. So that's how God invented it. Now, God knows that sex is pleasurable. And I want to say something very, very emphatically, and I want you to hear me. God knows that you have sexual desires and he does not think that they're he does not think that they're you know unimportant god is very understanding he's very merciful he knows that you have sexual desires and he wants to help you so that's where i come in that's where i'm gonna be doing the conference on how to stay celibate where does masturbation come in where the sex toys come in all of those things i'm gonna deal with all all of those good bad and ugly because i don't want anybody in bondage i don't want you to be ashamed to tell people something, but yet you're you're dealing with it every day or you're dealing with it here and there. Or you know, you want a date, but you're so afraid of falling into sin. I I want you to be free. Because you should not be a slave to sin. You should not be a slave to sex. And you can be free. Now, as far as the soul ties is concerned, I am not going to leave you hanging. If you think you might have a soul tie, I'm going to have another episode this week. I'm not going to wait a whole nother week. I'm going to have another episode this week. So just if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, subscribe so that you know when it drops. I'm going to have another episode this week helping you to deal with the soul tie. If if you've heard me and the things I've said resonated with you, if you have someone that you can't seem to forget, even if they're not good, and that's the thing about it, you know this man is no good, but you can't seem to forget him, someone that you've been physically intimate with. And physical intimacy doesn't necessarily mean that you had penetration, for lack of a better word. It It, it could be that, you know, you guys... Were touching each other through your clothes, or that—that's just as intimate. So, if you had any type of inti- intimacy like that, and you can't seem to forget the person, even if the person doesn't want anything to do with you, even if you know the person is no good for you, chances are you may have de- uh, developed a soul tie with that person. So, we are going to deal with it. And the conference details are going to be in the are going to be in the bi- bio that day as well. So, just keep your eyes out for it. I want you to have an amazing day. I want you to know that God has a great plan for you. Any, any, anything you find in the Bible, it's for your own benefit. So imagine that you and your husband, you know, on your wedding night, you guys are both pure, both open, that you're able to. And when I say pure, it doesn't mean you've never had sex. There's something called second virginity. I'm going to talk about that as well in the conference. Hopefully I get to fit all this in the conference, (laughs) but You have both been released from anyone else and it's just the two of you and you guys are able to connect on such a powerful, powerful level and, you know, be one as God truly, truly intended. That's what my desire for you. That's my goal for you. And we are going to get there together. Have a great day. Take care of yourself now. Bye-bye.